Hey guys, and welcome to an episode, an impromptu episode of Grill the Christian Couple. That's us. Awesome. This is Roger and Jordan. And we're based here out of Orlando, Florida. And today we're going to be asking some questions that may sound really elementary and, and you know, amateurish, if you will. <laughs> but um, let's start by just, just starting at the top. So did you both always have God in your life? That's a great question. I think that we both grew up very differently. I grew up in a home um, that was Christian-based. I knew all those typical Bible stories, you hear Noah, Moses, all those ones. I tended to lean more into my religious beliefs in, in high, at the end of high school into college um, after being baptized. Um, but Roger grew up very differently than I did. Yeah, I grew up in a Christian school, Christian home, and went to Christian school my whole life. I think that God was always known in my life. Like I always knew God um, or knew of God. Was I always living my life for God? Absolutely not. And there was a lot of mistakes that were made along the way. And um, there was a lot of things that I'm not necessarily proud of, but that doesn't mean that... that It changes that yeah, fact. That yeah. Sense. So <laughs> the world I was in most of my life, was a world where uh, we called ourselves spiritual. I shouldn't speak for everybody. I called myself spiritual, but I didn't have, I didn't have Jesus. I didn't have, um, I, I, I talked to God, but it wasn't quite the same. If I had struggles in a relationship, there was kind of no one to turn to, right? It was like the two of us drowning. Are there times that you guys both you know, hard times, like you turn to God at the same time. Understanding the character of who my God is, that my God, he wants to grow me. He wants me to become the best version of who he created me to be. And so sometimes that growth story takes some hills and some valleys and some really tough times that you have to fight through just like any good story just like any good epic that you've ever read characters have to go through hell sometimes to really come out the other side and become who they were made to be whether it be a hero or a villain or anything does that make sense it does it does so I think in terms of like the question that you were asking for us of whether we do that separately or together, like that was a great example. You pray together. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's something that we pray together in those times. And a lot of times when things are going good, we're praying together. Um, but I also find that when times are going bad, I, I'm not going to speak for Roger on this. I know personally, I tend to pray more on my own because I still have those struggles internally of, you know, how can I help? How can I change? Why is this affecting me? It becomes very, very personal. Um, even though, like we were talking about, we do believe that God, our, in our, our relationship and our, my belief is that I believe that God is writing my story as well. And I know God has completely 180'd my life and I have no other way to explain it than him doing it. So you, so you guys are like, you will sit down together sometimes and you'll just say a prayer together. So like for me before it would be like, uh, you know, maybe we can 
I don't even know, meditate together. And we're both going to sit in, in silence and maybe we'll both, you know, calm down from this meditating together or connect somehow. But it's like you're kind of just, it just feels more lonely than with yeah. God's presence shining on on you guys when, when you do that. Yeah, ex I, I would agree. And I think that, you know, I, I haven't, you know, I'm not saying I've experienced that, <laughs> but I would say definitely in, in prayer and, and in our relationship, I felt closer because not only do I know I have the person that I'm trying to heal whatever is happening with, but I also, like you said, you know, have that basis of someone's on my team. Someone is rooting for this to work out. Mm -hmm. And it's not lonely because you know that no matter if you're by yourself, you always have someone who's listening. Right. So how, how do you pray? To, like, how can a couple, how can two people pray together? What is it like? We're getting really basic here. I'll kind of start off with you have to have the same focal point. I think that Jordan and I often remind each other what we're striving for. And we're not striving for perfection. We're not striving for anything more than just being authentic and living out this story together. And so there will be times where I just grab Jordan's hand and we just say a prayer. And Could you give me an example? Yeah. That like, might, might be like. Like last night. Like, no, I mean, can you like just do it right now? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Heavenly Father, I just, I just come before you and thank you for Jordan and everything that she is. And God, this pregnancy has brought a lot of ups and downs. And God, honestly, hearing stories from friends and different things, um, it's hard to trust you with a baby that you're knitting together in this womb. And God, you have all the power to um, give this baby health and give this baby the development that it needs. And I, I really have no control over that. And so, God, I just, I trust you. But I pray that you would, I, I pray that you would give this baby health and that you would give this baby such a beautiful future, and that you would be with Jordan and her health. That you would help anything that she's not feeling right in the moment that God, you would be there and that you would be with her. And I pray that God in everything that we do, that Jordan and I push each other and always point each other and baby Lily back to you and everything that we do. Amen. Amen. I like it. See, that's just not something that I'd have before in my life and i hope that i have what you guys have one day and that's really it's really awesome to see so um do you have any other any other tips for anybody who's maybe looking for this kind of relationship or one of the first things that i want to say is the best advice i ever got was i was always looking for the one and the person that i was going to marry and it left me hurting and broken all the time and a friend of mine once told me he said, Roger, instead of looking for the person that you want to marry someday, why don't you just become the person that the person you want to marry someday needs you to be? And that just like flipped everything I knew on its head. And it wasn't easy, um, but I started growing and I started learning. And one thing that this relationship would not be possible is if we were both people that were just looking out for ourselves 
if we were just looking out for um, what each one of us wants. And I'll kind of, you know that Jordan's an actress and she was in New York and she gave up a lot to be married to me and to be with my family down in Florida. And um, I had a lot of hobbies. I like to lift weights and I like to play disc golf and I have to be home with my wife. I can't just be out doing the things that I want to do all the time. And so if you're looking for a relationship like this, the first thing is you got to understand that when you enter into a relationship, there has to be a greater goal than just yourself. There has to be a greater goal than just what's benefiting you. And you have to be chasing after something together. And when Jordan and I first started dating it was like oh man she's beautiful i want to i want to date her she's one of is that the only thought i mean no no i mean i couldn't help but notice her beauty but but getting to know jordan um i actually i actually decided that i wanted to marry her and that came with a lot of learning how to um just like lay down my life and lay down the things that I wanted to do all the time to be with her. And the same thing for her. She had a plane ticket to move back to New York and I knew she wasn't moving back, but she swears she was going to. I would just say working individually on, on like Roger said, being the person that you want that person in your life to to have the support of all of a sudden when you're not looking that's what everyone says and i hated that i was like that is such bs <laughs> that is not a real thing it's a real thing when you're not looking is when it enters your life because that is when you're being truly genuinely yourself and you're not focused on that's the best advice you guys will ever get yeah <laughs> and it, it is true you know and and yeah so what you're telling me is that i need to just be myself and stop looking and then i mean yeah like that's the thing is you're gonna find pure joy in being yourself right in finding the things that make you happy like roger was saying and finding the it's things hard to not look right it's it's exceedingly hard it's almost impossible and even when you're saying i'm not looking you're looking but it's this thing of like you know if you're focused on you know when you're at the grocery store and you're like yeah you know what I love this song instead of being like okay are there any, is there anyone cute around okay he's cute okay well maybe maybe he's Christian okay I'm gonna drop this and you know instead of creating this whole plan to elaborately meet somebody just be yourself and enjoy what's going on in your life and all of a sudden a friendship a person you ran into a person you had a drink with whatever is all of a sudden gonna blossom because you aren't forcing it to work. And that's what changed my life entirely from New York and, and my past really I was I was in a really bad past relationship and that's what completely changed my life is me sitting there saying, you know what, I'm not gonna try and force this to work. I'm so tired of that. I can't I can't do it anymore. And the instant I did that is the instant my life changed and I met my now husband and it led us here and it's been incredible. I stopped looking for someone to impress. And I started looking for someone who saw my heart like God saw it. And when you can be authentic and be yourself and the person that you're sitting across from can see you the way that God sees you and the way that um, you were created to be, which is not perfect, but it's you and it's unique and it's beautiful in itself. That's who I found is someone who sees me for exactly who God created me to be. And she 
she allows me to be my crazy, <laughs> funny self. Um, I'm quirky. I've got ADHD. I just never shut up. But she also challenges me to continue to be that and to continue to grow within who God's created me to be. And I hope that I can do the same for her. But that's the kind of person that I think everyone should be looking for is someone that can genuinely see them the way that God sees them. That's awesome. Thank you for being my relationship coaches today. (laughs) That'll do it today for this episode of Grill the Christian Couple. We will see you next week for another exciting episode of, we don't even know what network next week is going to be, but hey, grill the something. We'll, We'll see. Please don't forget to like and subscribe, and we'll see you guys soon. Sometimes I walk through the grocery store and I walk away from my wife and I can't find her. So then I, and she does it from the other side of the store so that I can find her. So that's it. That's what it's about. The 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 mating hall. (laughs) (laughs) If you want a healthy relationship, do not caca in the grocery store until after you're married. Once you got the ring, you can do the thing, but you can't. You can't do it before then.